Hello, 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 my dear audience. I am Peter Resnick, and welcome to the Dr. Peter Resnick's Toolbox. This is the show number 70. As you noticed lately, uh, I have not been inviting people for interviews, and mostly I have an open mic shows. I welcome calls of those who deal dealing with physical and or emotional challenges. And I welcome calls from those who have faced some emotional and physical challenges in the past and successfully addressed their problems. There are some great, great inspirational and educational stories out there for all of us to learn. And in the interim, while waiting for your calls, I'll tell you some stories about the work that they do, vignettes from my practice, and I continue sharing with you the tools from my upcoming book and already existing video program, Six Pillars of Well-Being. I would love your feedback about this format. This show is for you, and I want to know if you like this format if you would like this show to be different. And if different, please tell me how different. You can email me with your feedback and ideas to drpeterresnik at gmail.com. D-R-P-E-T-E-R-R-E-Z-N as Nancy, I-K at gmail.com. So this is an open mic show. I welcome your calls right now. Uh, you know... Uh, that I'm dealing with different issues, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, and not by chance, you know, my show is called The Toolbox. And most of the time I have something to say to give you some advice or some tool to address whatever you're dealing with. The number to call is 888-874-4888. Anybody can call with questions and or comments regarding health and well-being. And you can, of course, call in with your night dreams. Uh, That's my favorite. Uh, Not because I just enjoy doing uh, working with night dreams, but because it's the most valuable, you heard me say it many times, valuable body of knowledge one can receive. Last week, a gentleman, James, called during the show and asked some very interesting questions about living, um, living our lives in these turbulent days and how to deal with ever-building stress. I attempted to give some tools for stress management, uh, stress management and how to avoid to have or to build stress reactions in the first place. I would love to hear from you if any of you used the tools and if they were of any help. James also sent me an email. He is a very interesting person. He wrote a little bit about himself. Uh, He ran years ago uh, several radio shows himself, gave me some insight and advice because remember I'm a novice in, in this business of uh, radio talk. 
Uh, though now it's easier for me because you remember I taught uh, this course, a four-week course on Skype, and uh, it was for you, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I had a group of 10 people, and, and now when I talk, I imagine these beautiful faces in front of me. I know who I'm talking to. So uh, back to James, he asks some actually a lot of uh, interesting questions in his email. Uh, I, will, I will read for you some of the questions. And again, I will interrupt my talk anytime uh, any of you call and want to, have, uh, to ask a question. Here he writes, with this terrible war going on in the place you are from, it's true, I'm from Odessa, Ukraine, comment that so many uh, know so little or nothing about. Oh, here I have a call. Ellie. Yes, Ellie, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, Hi, Dr. Hi. Hi. I, I love your um, program. I listen. I try to listen every Tuesday. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and because of you, I've, I've started this dream journal, and I've been... Um, writing down a lot of my dreams uh -huh. and um so last night i had this dream about um it was me and somebody that i didn't know very well um it was a, a male like um african french speaking and we were i was working on the hundred and second floor of a building and we were going up in the elevator and then the elevator just started to fall apart and, um, you know, it just, I went up in the air and it just looked like one wall was going to disintegrate. And uh, I went up to the wall and I put my hand on it and I just started seeing different Bible verses. So I just started, you know, praying and then the wall turned into like these different symbols. It was black with like red symbols going up and down on the wall that I was praying on. And then I was just like, if we could just make it up to the 102nd floor, you know, then I'll find a way to walk down. I don't care. But then, you know, it was like kind of like I was in a trance while I was praying. And then all of a sudden I was, we were on the ground. So. And that's it. That's the dream. Yeah. And that's the dream. Wow. Ellie, you, you, thank you for sharing. That's, that's powerful uh, and quite extensive dream. I will be happy to work with you. And I just want you to know, Ellie, that thank you for calling and sharing this dream. And it's definitely educational for everyone uh, who is listening to kind of learn from this experience of hearing how I work with the dreams. But I want you to know that even though I realize that people are listening, I'm totally committed to be helpful to you. Mm. You understand? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I will also, uh, as, as we work on your dream, I will ask you questions in a certain sequence. So okay. if you remember how I'm doing it, in the, or you can later on, you can listen to the um, recording of this show, mm -hmm. you will have pretty much a model on how to work on your own dreams. Because the dreams bring us from deep inside 
the truth about ourselves. So my first question is when you when you woke up, what was the feeling? How did you feel upon awakening? Um, well, I dream in vignettes. I don't I don't know if you can speak about that um, as well, but I after that dream, I went immediately into another elevator dream. So, <laughs> so when I but when I woke up um, from that from that elevator dream, I felt um, I felt kind of confused a little bit because in that elevator dream, I was going down in an elevator, but I was leaving like two people behind that I really wanted to be in the elevator with me. But, um, and so when I woke up, I felt like, oh no, I shouldn't have left them or, you know, what maybe I should have stayed. Of, I'm sorry, what was the number of the floor that you were going down from? Do you, um, what, that, in that dream, I don't know. I know it was a high floor, but I don't know. Yes. Um, so let's start with the first dream. Okay. I'll, yeah. Okay. So, so you say that basically you woke up kind of feeling confused mm -hmm. yeah and what is the location where does this whole drama occurring Do yeah and the in the first dream i didn't know the place i knew it was like a supposed to be like an office building or a really tall building mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and my third question is and i will then tie it together and i will give you an overview of the content of the dream. And then we'll go step by step in detail, trying to understand okay. how it relates to your everyday life. Because the night dreams are always trying to align what is inside of you with what is happening outside and show you if there is any imbalance, any anything you need to correct, inside or the outside. So, mm -hmm. so my third question is, imagine you had this not as a dream, this event like you described, the whole elevator, 102nd floor, but it was kind of a, a little YouTube or it's a compact disc you found without a title and you watch this story. But you know, usually the title of the movie tells you about the content, encapsulates the content of the whole movie. So what title would you give to this short movie that you saw? Basically, mm. what is the drama? What is it all about? Um, breaking down elevator. Breaking down elevator. Uh, that's, it's breaking down in the second segment of the dream. Yeah, in the, in the first segment. In first segment, it also is breaking down. Yeah. As you were going up. Okay. So, both actually dreams breaking down. So let's pu pull it together now. Because remember, the location, you woke up, you, were, you felt confused. The location tells us usually of where a person's consciousness is. That is where you are in your life. And it sounds like where you are is, is first, it's, you are not in, a, in, not in a known place in your life. Because you see, the building is something that you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's a high-story building. So it's something possibly about growth, 
something possibly about trying to achieve that is high. And the whole machine is the, the vehicle that to take you up is breaking down. Does it remind you of anything in your waking life, some now? Has um, there been anything in your life where you attempted to grow or climb up or travel in a journey and the, the vehicle that you chose is breaking down? Yeah, I mean, I, um, I chose a career, uh, a legal career. And legal. Um, yeah, so I, where I'm working now, um, like because of the, the vaccine mandates, I'm not able to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, into the office. And so, you know, that's been, you know, bothering me. So I've been thinking of, you know, different things I can, you know, try to do, but I just, I'm feeling kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so th- that's, that's the story, right? You see, you chose, and that's how beautifully the dream is telling you. It, sho- it, it was taking you up. Right, mm-hmm. but then yeah. and then it's breaking down. It's interesting because the n- number within a dream is always meaningful. One o two is actually number three mm-hmm. because what we do is we add uh, a dis- digits. Uh, we skip zero when it's a large number. Uh, and, and number three is called synthesis. It's trying to pull together all your knowledge. Somehow you wanted to get, you wanted to, to accomplish something that was a result of your work on yourself or learning, mm-hmm. and suddenly, suddenly it's not working. Right? Is that yeah. the that's what yeah. has happened in your life. Yeah, you see yeah. how clearly the dream tells you this, but it's not enough because Ellie, you know this about this situation in your life anyway. So why would the dream come? The dream mm-hmm. comes with the purpose to give you a hint on also what to do, and we'll now go in depth once we identify that indeed this is a meaningful dream. Uh, it carries possibly the answer. Because remember, the dream is not only a reflection of where we are, but also a blueprint of where we are going. So you don't want, I'm so glad that you called, Ellie, because you don't want to have the dream like this and stay with that broken elevator, which means, mm-hmm. like you said, stuck. But yeah. thankfully, thankfully, we can work on the dream, get you unstuck in the dream because of your courage, not everyone, I'm sure many people have dreams, and thousands of people are listening to me, uh, and many people have dreams, but they're just kind of uncomfortable to call, and they unfortunately cannot benefit then from, from the work on the dream. But this mm-hmm. dream is very meaningful, and we will see how we can get you unstuck. So now, when we know general meaning of the dream, let's go from the beginning. We'll start now working on this dream from the very beginning. Okay. See, because everyone in the dream is a part of you. So start the dream now. Start telling again the dream, and I will be interrupting you and asking you questions. 
Okay. So there was a, a very tall office building, and I was going to work on the 102nd floor, and it was me and another person in the elevator who I sort of knew, but I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a male. Second. Um, One second. Mm-hmm. When, when, when we have two people, uh, remember numbers are very meaningful. Because listen, this is your dream. It could be 20 people in the elevator, it could be five, not by a chance. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens by a chance in the dream. So you have another person. And uh, number two means conflict. So uh-huh. tell us about this person. Have you ever met this person in waking life? Um, I've, I've spoken to them, I, but I didn't really know them. So I think it was um, my, my father has a home health aide, so I think it was him, but I haven't met him yet because I was away when he started. So I, I, I think so it was... I, I did not, I, I, I lost you. I didn't understand. Your father what? Um, has a home health aide, like a, uh-huh. a, a person who assists them. Uh-huh. Um, and so that was the person in the elevator. But I, I haven't met him physically. I've only spoken to him over the phone. Yeah. So the, but you have a feeling that it's that person, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, what is the first thought that comes to you about this person as a human being? Um, kind and nice. Okay. But you met, you met in your life other kind and nice people. Why did this particular person come in your dream, not another nice person? What is unique about this particular person? Um, he, he speaks French, and when I spoke to him, I, I had to speak in French to him, and I, I haven't spoken French in a very, very long time. So, um, so when I spoke to him over the phone, uh, it, was, it was because my mother called me because she, she was having trouble understanding him, and um, she wanted me to speak in French to him over the phone. So that was the unique thing, was that he was, you know, he speaks French and I speak French. There is something else that is different from, from all, all other nice people. Like you said to him, he's a nice person. And what is also unique for Taisi is that this is a man who is to, ta- to take care of your father. Mm-hmm. So even though your father is not present in the dream, now he is in the dream. Because this man is to take care of of your father, right? Yes, yes. Now tell me, what's the first thought that comes to you about your father as a human being? Not your relationship with your father, but just he's a human being. He has qualities. So what's the first quality that comes to you about him? Uh, uh, selfish. Selfish. Okay. So... Now, I, I want, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I also, I know you are listening, so I want all of you to see how I tie it all together. Because remember, everyone, every, even if it's a, an animal uh, or, or an object, it's a part of us when we have a dream. 
So what we see, Ellie, is in, in, on her journey up, and we already know that we identified that she was uh, pursuing a career that was a step up, a uh, uh, legal career. But she's traveling. Remember, it's a part of her, this caring, nice part of her. That part of her that is to take care of the selfish part of her. So do you, Ellie, it's my question to you. Do you in any way feel sometimes that you are selfish? Is there aspect, do you, are you aware consciously that there is a selfish part in you? Yeah, I, I, now that you're saying it, I think what's happening is that I'm thinking of moving or, you know, doing something different and going someplace else. Um, and then that part of me feels selfish because then I'd be leaving, you know, my family and my father um, who has a home health aid. And so it, so now that you say it, it's coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's a big struggle. You know, I had to take care of my parents, so I know it's so difficult to make decisions. But I don't know if if it's indeed, you see, we, we, we identified, yes, the self, your, your uh, nice part is to take care of the selfish part. But the selfish part, I'm not sure if it's a selfish part or it's a judgment that you pass on yourself as being selfish. You understand? Mm, yeah, I see. Because you may, you, maybe you're selfish and maybe, let's say if you would be leaving your parents uh, with any, without any help and any care, probably that would be selfish and not considerate. Because they took yeah. care of you <clears throat> when you when you were a child, and we must honor. If if our life has any meaning, we ha must be grateful to parents who gave us an opportunity to, to come into this world. Mm. But but you cannot stop living your life, so you need to make sure that your father is taken care of, and you said that. He is taken care of. Is that right? Yes, yes. And yes. you also have a very nice person who speaks the language that you speak. Mm -hmm. Right? What's the first thought that comes to you about French language as opposed to any other? Um, what's the first? This romantic and, um, you know, it's a, a language that I love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I, it may, may not relate at all um, to the dream, you know, the fact that, that he speaks French. But let me probe it. Uh, where you want to move, is it because of a relationship? Um, no, no. I'm not, I wouldn't be moving... No. for someone or uh, I would like to be moving with someone with my boyfriend but he um, he's not sure if that he wants to go with me uh-huh uh-huh interesting you see that's the car remember I told you the number two mm -hmm. is conflict 
right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you see, inside of you, there is a conflict. There is a conflict, you know, you because we remember you speak, you said that it's romantic language. You love it mm -hmm. and it's romantic. That's why I knocked the door and asked you about your personal relationship. You understand? Mm -hmm. Yeah, got here it. You are, and, and there is a conflict. You, you love the language. You love, you care about this guy, but there is a conflict. Mm. But nevertheless, you're still moving. Yeah, I think so. How far are you moving from from away from your parents? It it would be well. That's what I I'm not sure because I'm trying to decide if it would be you know very far or like if I could just go maybe upstate where I could still be within reach of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, so yeah. So I'm just I'm I keep going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And so the, let's now, now, which means you, you and I are on the, on the right track, it seems to you, to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That this is what's happening in your life. But we want not only to understand that that is happening, but we want to find a way for you to, to be in peace. So let's continue the dream. Okay, the, the, the elevator is going up and you want to get to a hundred second floor which means yeah. you want to somehow pull it all together. Synthesis, remember number three is synthesis, 100 second floor. And it's a high, quite a high aspiration because remember the, the elevator is to go quite high. Mm, there are yeah. too many yeah. tall buildings. You know, it could be 42nd floor, could be 43rd yeah. floor. No, it's a hundred second, it's a low, tall floor. So you, you have uh, uh, good aspirations, high aspirations, yes? Yes. Yeah, but but now there is a conflict, conflict with the boyfriend, and mm -hmm. also conflict it seems with with the work, with with the COVID and the whole thing, with yeah. uh, uh, vaccination I assume and so on, right? Yes, exactly. And so what is happening now, as you are moving up? So you and this gentleman are in the elevator, and what happens? So the the elevator it starts making strange noises and it starts shaking and it's basically acting as if it's going to fall apart. And then um, the wall um, opposite me um, it looks like it's going to disappear. And mm -hmm. so I try to I go up to it and I'm like you know what can I do what can I do and I just I put my hand on it and I just start you know, praying and um, all these um, Bible verses because I've been, you know, meditating on the commandments. So the first commandment, you know, comes to me and I just start praying with my hand over this wall oh. um, and hoping that it doesn't fall apart. And then um, all these symbols start coming up, like just going up the elevator. It's like triangles and squares and numbers and I mean things I don't understand I mean but they were just going up vertically on this what kind this of symbols wall. um like triangles squares um equal signs all different kinds of numbers it was mm. almost like hieroglyphics but not but not with pictures it was it was more like 
number circles. Um, is yeah, and they were just going up vertically, so they were like stacked one on top of the other, but they were going up up the wall mm-hmm. vertically. That's interesting, but does does it make any sense to you? Because it doesn't to me. Because if it would be certain language, I could speak about it. But but these symbols plus minus zeros, it it, it doesn't. So does it make any sense to you? Does it ring the bell in, about anything? No, I no that that part of it was was very strange. But it's I don't interesting. Know. It seemed very otherworldly to me. The symbols, oh, it it was otherworldly. Yes. It's interesting because you pray, and uh, and you recite the first commandment: "I am your God; you shall have no other gods before me." Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. And so, and then what happens after you pray and the symbols come? Um, and then it's like I go into a trance while I'm praying, but then, um, you know, I'm just, I just want us to make it up to the 102nd floor, but then when I sort of come to, like me and the other person are on the street at night. You're on the street. Yes. You are sudden, suddenly not there, but on the street. Yes. So the elevator was crashing, actually. The, the elevator, remember, the, there were all these sounds. You were in danger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, so interesting. Remember what happened. You were, you were pursuing your uh, career. Mm-hmm. You were going up. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, you know, the COVID and you have to to be on the street, <laughs> yeah. so, right? You are, yeah, you are changing no, your whole life. True. But the good true. news, you are with whom? With the person who is kind and loving. Mm. You understand? So yes. you, yeah. which means, remember, everyone in a dream are you. You are the romantic one. You are the one who speaks French. You are mm. the one who who is kind and caring. So don't mm-hmm. think that I I I be, oh God now I understand Elliot now I understand. <laughs> okay. Tell me, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's okay. so clear now to me. Look, mm-hmm. you pray right. Remember this elevated. All this is is kind of yeah. The growth is fine, but everything is uh, affected by by your guilt. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you understand about living? Yes. And, and then you pray, because the the vehicle that is to take you where you want to go is not mm-hmm. working. It's breaking down. Yes. Right? And yes. then you're on the street suddenly. Yes. So you are not crashing. You are not killed in this journey. You are mm-hmm. just on the street. For me, it's mm-hmm. like an answer. You pray to God. And the answer is like, you are saved. You, mm-hmm. you, you were not yeah. brought. You could be brought in response to the prayer. You could be brought to your parents' home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're on the street. Mm-hmm. What do you do on the street? Um, it was, I just remember it was night. It was like we were back in front of the building. Okay. And I was asking 
the person, well, what happened? You know, right. because I, it was like I completely blacked out. It's yeah. magical. It's like really magical. But you see, you you are not in a vehicle. You're not in the elevator. On the street, you walk. Yes. Right? So it seems to me that the message is really that in response to your prayer, otherwise I wouldn't say this, mm-hmm. but in response to your prayer, I still don't understand what those symbols are. Yeah. But, but the response is, you may need to go to where you want to go, but not that high. Mm, you understand? Okay. Possibly okay. You, you wanted, I don't know, there is maybe an expression, uh, trying to bite more than you can chew. That's uh, mm, my interpretation, mm. Not maybe not right. If it doesn't mm. feel right to you, say no. You understand? But yes. You were trying possibly to get what you wanted either too much or not the right way. And mm. so you, you are brought all the way back in front of the building. You understand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now you're not mm-hmm. in the building. But the good news is you are safe and you're with the good man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but, but remember, this guy is not, remember, this guy still is part of you. So mm-hmm. basically, you have you. You have your, your kindness, mm-hmm. your lovingness. I am giving you back what you told me. I'm not making mm-hmm. it up to, to make you feel good. You understand, mm-hmm. Ellen? Because mm-hmm. I am just repeating words that you gave me in response to my questions about this yeah. man, uh, yeah. man in the elevator. So mm-hmm. I still... Now, the, the final part uh, is what what do we do mm. you are in in a place and you didn't reach where you didn't get where you wanted to get no. you understand mm-hmm. so at this point if you would like to we can go and do what is called a waking dream mm-hmm. that is we can explore what can be done with that moment. We, okay. we can enter the moment of you suddenly being on the street and see okay. what happens. Is that okay with you? Yes. Okay. So then just listen to me carefully. And from that this point on, just close your eyes mm-hmm. and take several gentle breaths. And say to yourself in your mind, I'm doing this exercise with an intention to find my way and to be in peace with myself. And know that in the world of image, you can use your will within imagination and do anything you choose. And just to relax first, let your shoulders hang slightly loose. Feel the rise and fall of your ribcage as you breathe in and out. Mm-hmm. And now, as if a page turns over, breathe out one time and find yourself right there in front of the building with this man. And just tell me what you see. Keep your eyes closed till I ask you to open them. Tell me what you see. Are you still with this man now? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And mm. is the building uh, uh, as tall? It's 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 glass now. It's like a silvery glass instead of like before it was black, mm -hmm. and it's you know kind of sparkling and glittering. But it's not it's not as tall as it was before. It's still mm -hmm. tall, but it's not as tall as it was before. Mm -hmm. uh, and what? How do you feel? Do you want to enter the building, or you want to move on? And do you want to take this man with you, or you want to leave him? What do you want to do this very moment? Don't give um, it too much thought. I don't. I don't want to go in. You don't want to go in. No. Uh, is uh, is there anything you want to do with this man, or you want to say goodbye to him, or? Uh, I want to walk away with the man and. There's also um, a dog there. Mm -hmm. Is it the dog you, that you know? Uh, no, it's not no. the dog I know. Uh, is it, does he have any color? Um, the dog is like white and brown. Mm -hmm. Is he friendly? Yes, very friendly. Okay, so would you like to pet him? Would you like to interact with him? Yes, he's. Mm -hmm. Friendly. I I think it's my dog or our yeah. dog or. Okay. Okay. Do you need to have a leash for him, or he will just follow you? No, he's just walking on his own. No leash. Okay. Okay. And this very moment, right now, are you still with this man and the dog? Yes. And and. Describe what is around you. Are you still next um, to the building, or are you in a different place now? No, we're, we're, it's like there's a sidewalk in front of the building and we're walking away from it and there's uh, grass and uh, trees towards where we're going. Mm -hmm. Keep going. And um, it, we're just walking and kind of talking about, you know, what happened and just everyday things. Um, so we're, it's like we're just walking into the street, kind of like more into a suburban area where there's different homes and stuff around. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer a city. Yeah, so it's like walking out of the city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to a different, you know, more suburban place where it's more, but there's no people around. They're just, they're empty houses, but, um, but we're, we're fine. Like we're very comfortable with each other and with a dog. Mm -hmm. Do you feel fine? Do you feel at peace? Yes. I feel, I feel happy and just more relaxed and, um, yeah, very at peace and comfortable. Okay. So just stay with the feeling. Take in every moment, the scene and the companionship of the person and the friendship of the dog. In a few moments, I will ask you 
to go very quickly back as if in a fast motion movie, but reverse all the way back to the point at which you started this journey in front of the building, get mm -hmm. back to the building and tell me if on your way back there was anything that changed uh, or the building changed, any changes as you're um, back? Yeah, as, as I'm back, the building is dark, it's black and it's night again. And before when I was walking, it was day and, you know, now it's night and the building's just tall and black and everything's kind of and it's dark. So in a few moments, I will ask you to breathe out one time and open your eyes. And as you open your eyes, you look up on your ceiling. You do not move, do not talk, just move up your eyes and see on the ceiling a picture of you and the dog and the man and you being in peace in that new beautiful environment. You can open your eyes now. And as the image begins to fade away, find yourself coming back to the state of normal activity with your feet comfortable on the floor, completely and totally alert now. Okay, Ellie, now <laughs> if you yeah. would be sitting in front of me, you probably would give me a smile. <laughs> yes. How, yeah. How are you? How are you feeling? Yes, very, a lot better. Just Yeah, good. Yeah, good. yeah. Good. You know, I'm smiling uh, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm smiling too. Uh, you know, it's not important now to understand logically what happened in this small waking dream. The important thing is that you found a new piece. And, and it happened not climbing up, but being with someone you care about someone loving and caring. So it sounds to me that you charted a new course. <laughs> you are leaving your book <laughs> here and you're opening your mind and your heart to new possibilities, not mm. necessarily uh, in business or maybe it's in business too, but mm. it sounds like intuitively remember that it all happens from from the depth of your consciousness, or call, call it subconscious mind, and it brought you to a good place. Yes. You understand? Yes. So I would yes. suggest what happens, uh, Ellie, what happens is mm -hmm. that when, when you discover, because you, you, you did not find, you didn't make it up, you didn't say, oh, I would like suburbia, oh, I would mm -hmm. like a dog. The dog suddenly appeared, right? Mm hmm, mm hmm, yeah. Like, like so. There is a reason, you know, the, the dog is meaningful. We'll not go into it, what the dog means to you, but it seems mm -hmm. it's a friendly dog. And we know dog is like a symbol of friendship and so on. So it, it seems to me that your, your, the, your wish for peace and, and synthesis, remember number three, 100 second floor, is really not climbing somewhere up, but finding a, a place of peace uh, whatever suburbia represents for you, uh, mm -hmm. and f friendship, closeness 
with another mm -hmm. human being, possibly a man. Mm -hmm. So, uh, whatever is to happen will unfold. I would suggest for the coming seven days, mm -hmm. when you wake up in the morning, you close, you, you first you open your eyes, then you remember to do this exercise. Mm -hmm. uh, and you again state the intention, I am choosing peace and connectedness. Uh, and you close your eyes and see yourself and this man and the dog walking in this beautiful place. Uh, spend five, six seconds. Okay. But every morning, don't miss a morning. And what okay. will happen is you will begin to create uh, environment to welcome this situation in your life. You recited the first commandment, I am your God. And God, mm -hmm. and, and remember we uh, read in the Bible way before the commandments, the first um, verse in the Bible is in the beginning God created. God is the creator. And the 26th verse says, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So we are in image and likeness of the creator. So you, Ellie, is a creator. So as you create this image within this short, we spend maybe 15 minutes doing this waking dream, as you create it in your consciousness, then you bring it into the physical world. Just like first God created the universe, God created the world, God doesn't have arms or uh, saw, uh, chainsaw and nails and build things or uh, some kind of machinery to create, break universe into pieces and, and the planets, nothing of that. God created mm -hmm. the world through God's consciousness. So we create our world through our consciousness. And what you did with this exercise, you created the world for yourself. Now it will come into physical reality. That's how, this is like how manifestation happens. You understand, Ellen? Yes, yes, I, I understand. If, if you do this exercise for seven days, I would love you to, like three weeks from now to call again and, and let us know if there were any changes in your life. And, and a final comment, unless you mm -hmm. have questions. Uh, no. My feeling is uh, it's, a, it's a false guilt regarding your, like what you called it, selfishness. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a false accusation that you go against yourself. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it's not that you are doing things only for yourself and you don't care about anyone. Your first concern, in fact, is uh, that you have this loving person in, in the physical world to take care of your father. And I'm sure that when you go where you want to go, you will not forget them and you will still call them, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. So, so you, have to, you have to embrace yourself and your need to have your own life as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. And do the exercise, and God bless you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much, Dr. Peter. Yeah. I will call back again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to, I did not intend to do the whole, whole 
waking dream in addition to a dream. But as I said to you all, my first purpose, my purpose number one is not just to entertain you or inform you, but to help the caller. When you call, I will do my best. And what happened, we not only understood uh, Ellie's dream, and I hope you followed the way I worked with her, and it was totally reflective of her waking life. But there was a conflict, and I felt the conflict could be resolved only through what I call waking dream. If you want to understand more about waking dreams, I have an article. You can go on my website, drpeterresnik.com, and on the articles, there is an article called Waking Dream Therapy. And you will read more about it, more clinical vignettes and how and why it's done, the way it's done. Uh, but you happen to witness uh, a, a work of, on a dream plus a waking dream. So now, <laughs> now it's almost, we're almost finished with time. Uh, but I want to go back to what we started with. And that's with James and him sending me an email. So, uh, but I don't have time, I think, to start to start uh, answering James' questions. I can just tell you that he asked a number of very good questions, and I will list them all, uh, them all, and then next week I can actually talk about them, unless somebody calls again. I love that Ellie called. Um, James asked me to talk about what's going on in Ukraine and Russia and who is who, uh, because I grew up in Odessa, Ukraine. And yes, I have uh, a perspective uh, on the issue and what's going on. It may surprise you. Uh, and he also asked ask me to talk about Bobby Yar, if any of you know what it is. He asked me to speak about Chernobyl, uh, and that's where the 1986, the, one of four reactors uh, didn't blow up but started leaking. I'm not a specialist on Chernobyl, so it's very, there is very little I can say, except that thousands, 100,000 people were evacuated from the area and that uh, hundreds of animals uh, gave birth to deformed creatures without legs, without arms, uh, without paws, and, and children also were born like this. And we don't know how many people died from cancer, but large amount. Uh, he also asked me a question about uh, uniqueness of major cities like Odessa and Kiev. I will gladly talk to you about them because I know both cities and uh, they are quite unique. And again, <laughs> it may surprise you what I have to say about my city. I love it. It's a very beautiful city. And I'm quite confident, this I tell you as much, and I will tell you more later, uh, next week. Um, I'm quite confident that they will not, Russians will not bombard Odessa. 
like they bombarded every city, uh, but not Odessa. And I will tell you why. Uh, so I will keep you in suspense. Then he asked me about Zelensky. And he asked me a question. He said, I want an insider's look at the conflicting and confusing stories of fascism in a country in Ukraine with the Jewish president, uh, that is Zelensky. Well, uh, fascism is real. I will tell you much more next week. And there are, there is a whole army that is part of the Ukrainian National Guard. Uh, it's called Ozov uh, battalions. And they even, they, they, they have SS on, on their uh, logo, on their uniform, SS uh, and the word Galicina. Galicina is uh, something that was formed when the World War II happened. Uh, division, SS division Galicina, uh, Ukrainian division, was a support, great support to, to German invading army. And they were pretty vicious, as, as or if not more, than the Nazis. So that's that part of the story. So, and I'm from Ukraine, and I'm not a fan of um, Vladimir Putin, not at all. And he is a murderer, and he is a war criminal. But the story is much, much more complicated than people think. So I have a lot to say on this subject. So James, if you're listening, you're absolutely right. And on the subject of Ukraine and history of Ukraine and even history of Odessa. Anyway, but all that will be next week. But most of all, if you have any questions, if you are shy, please, you, you don't have to give your name or make up a different name. Uh, share with your dreams, like I worked with Ellie, I will be happy to work with you, or you have some kind of symptoms or, or emotional challenges, I gladly will work with you on the air. And I think that, I, I believe uh, it's very useful for our audience to, um, to listen and for you, you know, it's, it's quite, I actually, I almost, I'm not taking new patients. I send them to my, um, to my students, but other or to see me, it's a lot of money. And here you have a chance to work with me for free. So please do feel free to call and I will do both. I will take time to um, continue speaking and answering questions that James posed and, and six pillars of well-being we'll be covering. But mostly, I want to help those who want uh, support or help or any assistance of any form. I want to thank you for being with me today. I'm looking forward to having your attention next Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Peace to all who want to live in peace.